Pass up on the right side, dropped by Marner! Scores! Wrist shot coming in on a drop pass, and it's Joey Thornton who gets his first goal as a Maple Leaf, and Jumbo Joe has tied the game! Ladies and gentlemen, this is Offside Hockey Talk back in your ear. It's a Monday. Finally got some Leafs games under our belt. A little bit of things we can talk about. A little meat on the bone. A little bit of minutia to get into. But before we jump into the Leafs, guys, I want to ask you a question. If you're a premier player in a league and you're on a team that really just spins its tires, hasn't done anything, gone through multiple coaches, multiple GMs, haven't been able to get yourself to the playoffs all but once, I do believe, in his tenure, would you not be frustrated? Would you not look at this Canadian division season as one where you could probably make some noise, probably get some things done and, you know, have a little fun with it, but your team dropped the ball in free agency, dropped the ball in the trade market and didn't bring in a goaltender, your one single most weakness and brought back a guy that's now on the IR. I'm talking about Connor McDavid. I'm wondering, guys, how much longer does Connor McDavid stay with the Edmonton Oilers? For me, it's the end of the season, and I look at Ken Holland and say, where are you trading me? Yeah, I mean, I, I'll jump on that train. I, I was saying it I was saying it at the end of last year, and, I mean, uh, it's tough. I, when, you go, when you're that caliber of a player, and no matter off, on, on an off night on a, uh, or, or a bad night, he's still, you know, one of the best players. So to not have – the, uh, the success within the team and, and being able to, you know, um, you know, be a consistent contender, uh, that's going to wear on any player, never mind a, a high caliber player. So uh, I'm with you. I mean, if he, if he stays till the end of the year, I mean, if, if, if Edmonton isn't rolling by, by trade time, I, I could see him starting to knock on the door and say, so what's the deal? Where are we going? How are we doing it? So a uh, tough one for Edmonton. I mean, they just can't figure it out no matter how many first overall draft picks they get. And, um, I mean, something's got to give, and you, you can't expect McDavid to hang around forever. So, uh, I'll definitely say by the end of the season as well, dude, I can see him being, uh, being ready to go. I, I 100% agree, Kyle, and I put them at fourth place during the preview shows. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, um, if you really want Edmonton's talk, you know, give a shout-out to Dusty Nielsen. Over in Edmonton, there at TSN, and does a show, and those guys talk about Oilers talk all the time. So, if you want your Oilers talk, go hit up Dusty Nielsen on Twitter, and he'll give you the rundown each and every day on the Oilers. And uh, he'll say it best: the, the patience right now in Edmonton is probably running running very slim. And I have him in fourth place, and thought they would be clicking a lot faster than they they they've been doing. And they get they got goaltending issues. Mike Smith is out. I'm not sure of the backup. Um, Koskinen is not really doing the job as from what I've seen. Um, they've been trying to break up the dry sidle McDavid line. Um, they got Nuge, McDavid and Cassian um, on the top line there. Um, the back end is they got, yeah, they got nurse and we know who Tyson Berry is. He was a former Toronto Maple Leaf, but um, at the end of the day, really it comes down to patience and uh, McDavid's going to have to speak out and uh, talk to Tibbet and, and uh, the, the people upstairs when, when, it, does come, when it does come time uh, for him to have his uh, patience gone, I guess. So really not much to talk about other than that and what, just, what Kyle just said. Well, there's tons to talk about. I hate it when you say that, to be honest. Uh, 
You know, you look at this Edmonton Oilers team, there's so much promise, you know, so many young guys like Ethan Bear and Bouchard, and you talk about Dreisaitl, you talk about McDavid, uh, you know, Nuge coming up the end of his deal here. You want to make this appealing place to play, and you want to make it an appealing place to play for a guy like Connor McDavid, you know, a generational player, and they're not doing that in Edmonton. And I put this out on the weekend, and I got a bunch of DMs talking about, oh, yeah, you shouldn't do this, and you're just a Leaf fan, you know, Homer talking about you want McDavid to come home. And I said it on the weekend. I don't think that McDavid goes to Toronto if a trade happens. I think it's too much, too rich for our blood. But I see him going to a team because Vegas is in on everything. Um, I see him maybe a New York Ranger, big stage. You know, they may be able to pull something off. Obviously, a lot of young pieces there. Um, but I do look at this and I say, Connor McDavid's days in Edmonton, to me, are numbered. And they're not going to be much longer. But let's keep trucking along here. Canadian division, a little chit-chat about the first week. Um, another team that's coming in Toronto here is the Winnipeg Jets. Uh, a little bit of COVID issues over the weekend out of an abundance of caution. Um, they swing into Toronto now uh, without Dylan DeMello, Pullman, and it looks like Patrick Line will be out for tonight's game as well. So that bodes well for the Maple Leafs. But you look at the Jets, and this is a team that I told you guys at the beginning of this thing. Everybody picked them to be one of the teams to get in in the Canadian division. I said there's too much turmoil with line A, the defense. Uh, you look at Ehlers, the issues. I just don't see this team being able to pull it together. There's too many things happening and hanging over this squad, like line A, like Roslovic. They both want out. Um, you know, obviously one game, they won in overtime. Uh, say what you will about that. But not a lot to look positive for for the Winnipeg Jets. And, uh, Jamie, I'll get you to jump on this one first. What do you think of the Jets? Obviously, you got one game. Where's your head at with them after one game? And where's your head at with them with the demands from Ross Levick and Patrick Line? Well, they got, they got, they got Connor Hellebuck and Nets. So they've, they've got that good starting point. I'm really excited. I've talked to, you know, Jamie Thomas. I've talked to uh, David Bastle, people that cover the Jets. And, and they're really optimistic. I got them in sixth place. Uh, during the preview show, and I'm really optimistic they they can go hot. Maybe, maybe if Edmonton fails in that fourth spot, Winnipeg gets up there. They have a good goalie in Hellebuck. They've got a solid decor. Um, Ehlers is going to step up this year. He's not going to score 30 odd goals, but he'll be close to that mark. Yeah, they got the Line A situation, the Rostovic situation. Um, Brian Little's on the long term IR. Another player that they uh, was hoping to have back to be a key contributor um but they've got you know if line can just you know he, he scored a couple goals the other night so if he can maybe just turn it around and say okay i'll just stay and and just you know play my part on this team and and not be a cancer then hey maybe they turn it around and and they and they're up in the top four position so i i like what they have they're um they're a gritty team and it's it's where it's an all-Canadian division this year, it, like you just said, uh, teams that wouldn't maybe excel if it was a full – you played everyone, all the 30 teams, but where you're just playing seven, six other teams, then maybe you can, you know, get away with a couple wins here and there. So, really, like, I like the core. The, the Hellebucks is a solid goaltender, and uh, they can do some damage if uh, they get all this uh, access noise out of the way. So, What do you say, yeah, Kyle? I mean – Oh, I mean, hey, I, I mean, the Jets, they have talent, uh, you know, putting it together, putting everything together to uh, to make it a success is, a, is another question. But uh, to see Line A come back out and, and you know, try, 
return to a little bit of his form and you know show his show his uh, his skills is uh, obviously positive signs and uh, you know like Jamie was just saying as well he got hella bucket net he's a bona fide number one goaltender he's been there he's been through it uh, he's been deep into into the playoffs and he knows what it takes to win so um, I'm not I'm not surprised to uh, to see them if they when they when they start rolling and get going there and uh, I mean they're going to be a tough test for the Leafs so it's going to be uh, it's going to be fun to watch them and uh, really get a good feel of where they're at. But uh, I'm not, I'm not surprised to see them near the top at the end of this. Cause uh, they, they got the squad, they got the team and uh, let's not kid ourselves. It's uh, it's do or die now for that lineup because uh, the rumblings are already there. So uh, a, a non-successful season, you see a, a, a breakdown in their future. No, for sure. So we'll swing from the Winnipeg Jets. We'll go over to Vancouver, do Calgary, Edmonton. We'll leave Ottawa for last and, and Montreal as well. Um, I look at Vancouver and I say incomplete right now. There's not a lot to say about them. Uh, yeah. Elias Patterson isn't himself as of yet. Uh, JT Miller joining the lineup hopefully tonight for the uh, the Vancouver Canucks. But uh, this is a team where I picked them to be pretty much dead heat with Winnipeg at the bottom. Um, again, a lot of roster turnover, a lot of expectations on young guys. You want all these guys to step through, but who knows? And who knows what Travis Hamannick's going to bring you? And who knows what, uh, you know, these players that you want to take that next step are going to do, like a Bertanen, uh, Besser. Uh, and, of course, you want Pedersen to be the guy to lead all of this. So another young player in the last year of his entry-level contract. So, And then behind the pipes, you mean you got Holpe and Thatcher Demko. And Holpe, again, trying to be a reclamation project and get his game back. But I put incomplete against the uh, the Vancouver Canucks just yet. I don't have a, a firm opinion on them, but uh, – I'll let Kyle take a spin at them right now. Oh, man. I mean, Elias Pedersen, I mean, you nailed it. Uh, One guy you you expect to be, you know, front and center and, uh, you know, we just haven't seen it from him yet, whatever the case may be. Growing pains, uh, you know, a little bit more uh, spotlight on you and a shortened season, all that good jazz. I mean, either way, he's got to find it. He's got to find it quick. Uh, You know, Vancouver, they're – the guy they went all in on the goaltender and you know trying to trying to figure out that that spot for themselves and, and give themselves a good chance to win and it's just you know they're they're trying to find a way. I mean Quinn Hughes he's looked good. I've, I've enjoyed watching some of his stuff and uh, I mean he looks he looks like he's taking the next step, but um, just not enough out of Vancouver and uh, I think uh, you know before too long you're gonna you're gonna see the heads rolling if they don't get it together, but. Uh, I mean, like they're they're like the Leafs, you know, and and they're just like you know Winnipeg too. They they got the talent, the talent's there. It's a matter of putting it all together, just as in Edmonton, you know. Uh, but that goes back to the old saying: talent doesn't always win. You got to have that chemistry. So, you know, if you're not having chemistry and you're not finding the right combinations, no matter how much talent you have, you're not going anywhere. So, uh, I look for, but I don't, I don't. At the same time, it's the same thing as as Winnipeg. I don't see them being down in the dumps or 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 being stuck too long. I mean the talent there, they're going to win games. They're going to find ways to win. It's just a matter of how many they can put together, but uh, definitely uh, a tough way to start and a lot of uh, uncertainty. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how they bounce back and uh, get things going here in the next week or two. As I was talking to Quinn there last week, Quinn and Gideon, who I've had on the show, uh, my I- the IO podcast, you know, they live in Vancouver. They see it all. And uh, I'm really excited to see this Ho- Hoaglander kid, uh, we have him on the the top of the list as a potential rookie of the year. So I'm 
a lot of positives in Vancouver. The Hoaglander, uh, Hoaglander experience looks pretty good, and I believe he'll be in that in that conversation for the top three and rookie of the year. So they they got Holpe and they got uh, Thatcher Demko, and that's maybe uh, Holpe takes off and goes to another team. But there's that possibility if it's uh, Demko's net. But like I like I mentioned the last week's show. Really gave it, you know, 10 games or so. Not a lot of, sorry, teams didn't go through the preseason schedule. So, you know, just let it go, let it uh, take its toll. And, and maybe after 10 games, we can we can really reevaluate these seven teams in this uh, North Canadian division. So, But uh, things look promising in Vancouver. So we, we shouldn't count them out quite yet. We'll uh, we'll quickly uh, talk about the Calgary Flames here, and obviously I picked them to be one of the best teams in the Canadian division. I've been long on that list, and lo and behold, when all the prediction things came out just before the season, look where everyone had Calgary. You know, it was either Calgary, or Toronto, top of all the lists. So I, I'm going to say uh, Calgary will amaze some people this year. We're not going to spend too much time on these guys. Um, they are what we think they are, uh, with a goaltender like Markstrom out back, and obviously the core they have up front with uh, you know. You name it. Sean Monaghan, Johnny Gaudreau, Elias Lindholm. A lot of those guys there can put the puck in the net and in the back end. You can't ever uh, snub your nose at a guy like Geo and stuff like that. So I love the Calgary Flames to be the first in this division. I love the Leafs, obviously, but something tells me that they're going to be pulling for, for Calgary more. So, yeah, let's leave Calgary and then we'll move on. Um, Montreal, don't really want to talk much about them. Everybody's already raving about how much they've uh, improved, but – I want to see more of a sample size, obviously, and see what they can continue to do, not just over two games. But one team I want to focus on, obviously, the Leafs just played them twice. And they are exactly what I said to you guys they were going to be. And nobody, nobody wanted to believe it. They are a thorn in everyone's side in this division. They brought in multiple veterans, Stepan, Coburn, Gabranson, Dadanov, you name it. These guys are in the lineup, not to mention the young players as well who want to make a mark. But this team, backed by Matt Murray, is going to be a thorn in everyone's side because they can play you heavy. They can play you with speed. They can score goals. They're physical. They muck it up. They do all those things that make it hard to get a victory against that team like that. If you're coming in thinking you're going to coast, much like the Maple Leafs did in that first game against Ottawa, they thought they were going to cruise to a victory. You can't tell me I'm wrong because they definitely thought that they were going to walk into Ottawa, pick up those two points on the first night, and then walk in again and pick up two more. They weren't focused. They took them lightly, and it burned them. It burned, It will burn every team in the Canadian division this year because they have veterans there that want to win, and then they have hungry young guys who want to prove themselves and a couple of guys who are knocking on the door of getting new contracts, and they're young. So what does that bode? That bodes for the fact that these guys want to be the thorn and want to show everyone that they're not the damn doormat and that they're going to finish higher than everyone expected. I think they will squeak into that last spot for the playoffs. Kyle, you're up first on this one. What do you think? Wow, man. Tim Stutz thought. So I got to say, that kid, uh, <laughs> that kid can shoot the pocket. Uh, he's brought some energy with him. I mean, hey, how about Matt Murray, though? I mean, the, the guy has been uh, everything, I guess, you know, Ottawa was hoping he could be early on, especially, you know, I'm sure it's the start of the season, some shaky ones. But, I mean, he, he's looked solid. And, I mean, uh Coming off that win, he got he got to go right back in there, and I mean, it wasn't it wasn't another bad showing. I mean, uh, that was a, a 
a strong performance, even though the Ottawa did lose the second game on Saturday night, thank God. Um, but anyways, but I mean, like you said, Jamie, they got a bunch of, uh, you know, experience, whether it be veteran or, or guys that have found ways to, uh, you know, be a, be a presence on a team. So, you know, you got dad knob, good Branson, you got, you got, you got guys in place that can uh, help you win. So, I mean, it's, I, on my, on, on my own, my own take, I mean, it's up to Matt Murray. I think, uh, He's the, he's the key for Ottawa this year. He's got to be, you know, he's got to be that goaltender that, you know, some form of the goaltender he was in Pittsburgh. And you've seen flashes of it early. So if he can get it rolling, um, I, I don't I don't see why not that they can't be that team that slides into that four spot. And they're definitely going to make a case for it. And like like you said, there, there, there's a team, any team you can't sleep on any night you play them. And that's the Ottawa Senators because – they got nothing to lose. Backs against the wall. They're just gonna go for it. They're gonna they're gonna leave it all out there. They're playing to win. Um, they know people are doubting them. So hey, what better way to shut people up than uh, go out and win hockey games when people don't expect you to win? So um, I mean, it was fun. It was fun two games to watch. I mean, the first one on Friday night was a bit tough. I mean, they they clearly you know took got the better of Toronto. But um, I mean, to watch the that Saturday night game, you could really see how they're they're gonna be a team to be a to be reckoned with. And um, you know. Tim Stutzel, I mean, that, that kid's fun to watch. I, I enjoyed watching him, and uh, it was nice to see Matt Murray, you know, making some saves and keeping his team in a hockey game. So, hey, like you said, James, I, I, I definitely think they could they could slide that fourth spot. I mean, not many people are going to want to hear it, but watch the game over the next little bit. Tells They'll tell, tell all the tale you need to know, but uh, Ottawa is definitely going to be a pain in our butts. No, oh, 100%, Kyle. The team's going to have off nights, but where this – NHL is going to be is, is a sprint, and you got six teams, seven teams now involved in a sprint. Yeah, teams are going to have their off nights, but you know, look what they did Friday night. And the panel on TSN said it best: these these guys, the Ottawa Senators, were off for 310 days, right? They're caged tigers for 310 days. They're let out into the wild, and they went savage on the Leafs on Friday night. Yeah, the, and a seven-team Sprint, this team's going to make a lot of noise. Matt Murray right now is in a position. He's in a rebuilding, on a rebuilding team, right? Every, everybody, every prognosticator or whatever that word is, people that have doubted the Senators the last month or so, they, they're going to say, they're saying to themselves, well, every, every person on TSN, Sportsnet, whoever covers hockey has us in seventh place. We got something to prove. We want to finish. We're going to finish higher. So they've got something to prove. They they they're really pissed off. Thinking from what people have told them. Yeah, I know. Maybe Ottawa has a special place in my heart. But I'm telling you the true facts, James. You know this team's got something to prove. Like they they they've got young talent. They got Matt Murray won two Stanley Cups, and they could very well so make it to the top four. And and Kachuk said that at the at the end of the game interview, he said, "Man, we want to make the playoffs. That's that's the goal of every team in that sixth team division. They want to make the playoffs. No team is doubting themselves. And Matt Murray having him in nets, you know, that's the best that's the best thing you can have. It's like in Winnipeg, you got your goalie. Now just work on the the defensive and uh, offensive side side of things. But man, uh, it's exciting. It will be an exciting time this year." to watch the Leafs and Senators seven more times. So, that it's, yeah. No, I don't think any team goes into the season doubting themselves. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is, you know, this team here, there, there isn't a lot 
or there wasn't a lot to make of the talent and stuff like that, but they did bring in solid vets and they are going to play a solid game. You know, you can go into the season with all the high hopes in your mind that you want, but if your team doesn't stack up on paper, I'm looking at you Edmonton, you know, then, uh, you know, you're not going to make noise, but you know, it is what it is. We, we have this Canadian division. I'm going to revel in it. I'm going to love it. I'm going to pick at it and point at it and prod it every week. Uh, you know, when we do these shows, but now let's swing over to the juicy steak, the uh, piece de la jour, the Toronto Maple Leafs, obviously uh, lots to unpack two games against the Ottawa Senators. We touched on the first one there. They didn't come out very good in that game. It almost looked like they were ready to uh, skate by on their talent, but not work. And like Elliot Friedman and Jeff Merrick said about some teams like the Pittsburgh Penguins, all the talent in the world, but they take their foot off the gas pedal. It doesn't work. So talent needs to work as hard as the talent that they have that's hardworking. So I looked at that game and said, you know what? They deserve to lose the way they played. Uh, they didn't give Freddie much support. Everybody was pointing the finger at Freddie and saying, oh, it's Campbell's net now and et cetera, et cetera. And obviously that was exacerbated on Saturday night when he went in the net and obviously picked up the victory and the Leafs were tighter in front of him. But you know they're going to be tight in front of him again against the Jets. But you look at this weekend and there's positives to draw. John Tavares up to five points already this season. Um, obviously leading the Leafs in that category. You look at Austin Matthews getting off the snide. That Mitch Marner drop pass, a goal and assist for him in that game. Down to Jumbo Joe, who scored his first on Saturday night. Um, I think we crumple up and throw out that Friday night game as a, hey, we can't give anybody an inch because they'll take a mile on us. It doesn't matter if it's the Ottawa Senators or the Calgary Flames or the Montreal Canadiens. These guys are all in. Everybody's all in. You know, there's an opportunity here for the winner of this division to take a final four berth, you know, in the playoffs this season. So you need to take it seriously. And it didn't look like the Leafs did that Friday night. But Saturday, it looked like a different Leafs squad. They were more determined. Yes, they went down, but they did bounce back, um, something they did against Montreal. So two games they were able to uh, defeat the deficit and then give themselves a victory. For you guys, you look at this Toronto Maple Leaf squad and you say, you know, there's so much talent and there's so many things that can go right for this squad. What needs to continually, night in and night out, go right for the Toronto Maple Leafs to pick up victories? Kyle, I'll ask you that question. Um, well, first off, goaltending. And, uh, I mean, if uh, we're letting in shaky goals, goals that, uh, you know, should be stopped by almost any goaltender from junior on up, then, uh, you know, we're going we're gonna to have a tough time. And, I mean, we got to stop shooting ourselves in the foot as well. I mean, you got to stay out of the box. It doesn't matter what team you're playing. You give them majority of the time on on power plays, they're going to find ways to put pucks in the back of the net, and uh, you're going to be chasing all night long. So um, we've seen that on Friday night. Saturday night was a much better showing, and uh, kudos to Jack Campbell for coming in and, uh, you know, putting a stop to all, the, to all that. I mean, he played great. Uh, you know, there's a couple goals like – that Tim Stutzel goal, I mean, what are you going to do? That's a shot that's, you know, going to beat 99% of goaltenders. Um, but it's, it is what it is. He played great. He, he held us in there when we needed it. And, uh, you know, the boys persevered and pulled out the W. I mean, and, and the same thing goes to, you know, having Johnny T and Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner. Getting that line going, the Mitch Marner, Matthews, and Thornton line is key. Um, I mean, and once you see the juice go to that line, it goes to the rest of the team, right? So um, I definitely – Definitely think goaltending is uh, is again the, where it's going to be. I mean, goaltenders, you know, they didn't get the they didn't get the joys of having preseason games, being able to see pucks and you know get that feel early. Um, so you know you're kind of feeling it out now, but you're also playing for points right now, so you don't have time to gripe. You have to you have to win games, whatever it takes. So um, I think 
like we've said all along, the big guys need to be going. That's, you know, that, that can't, you can't have a night off. Um, you don't have time to have a night off, you know, 82 game season, you know, you take, you take a bad game or two. It's, it, it, it is what it is. You got time to come back, especially with out of division games uh, and a normal year, you can, you can make up a couple points here and there, but uh, as the as the divisions are aligned now, there's there's no uh, there's no free points to be made back. So you lose two points, you lose two points. So you know these the boys got to be going, you got to be scoring, and you got to tighten it up. I mean, we can't have these lapses like we do most years, where it's a uh, you know the strong first ten minutes, and then you know a, the next twenty minutes is uh, is a, is a fire drill. Um, you know they got to lock it down, and I I think you'll see that as the season wears on a little more. I think you've already seen it um, how they bounce back on Saturday night against Ottawa, but. Uh, at the end of the day, I'm, I'm going to say goaltending is going to be our key this year. Either Freddie does it for us, or uh, you know we're going to be we're going to be in trouble. And uh, I, you know we obviously have the talent, we have the uh, we have the capabilities to score goals in bunches, um, but we need to score goals in bunches and not let them score them on us in bunches. So, uh, I mean, hey, uh, Saturday was a real was a real was a real nice game. I was uh, I was happy with it. You know, the, the score was a little closer than what the actual game probably was, but. Uh, Oh, that's going to happen. But as long as we're coming out on the uh, the positive side, we'll be all right. But it's, uh, it's again, Campbell showed why goaltending is going to be key for us all year. Jamie, what do you say, buddy? First first, <laughs> first thing I'd like to say is congratulations. I'm lost for words. <laughs> uh, it's three games in. Yeah, who wouldn't be lost for words? Um, Joe Thornton gets his first goal. So that's, that's – Start off Dumbo. by Joe, one goal. Stutzel, that Stutzel goal was a Sid the Kid goal. That was, yeah. I well, how about it. that Dumbo goal though? For a second, like that uh, sniper. He, <laughs> yes, but he he um as I was watching it, he and he did say this on Twitter to a reporter. He seen the goalie kind of uh, cheat a little bit, and when and when he saw that, he 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 uh, buried it. So hey, he got his first goal off his shoulders, but. Man, I've got, I've got as we get into Warrior of the Week and the three stars, I've got six players that uh, stood out for me over the last week, and um, I'm fortunate. Nick Robertson's debut only lasted two minutes and twenty seconds, and uh, and we know who the the goalie is going to be for tonight. Andy's in nets tonight, as as uh, people were reporting after practice today. So. Um, there's not much else to say other than what what Kyle just said. Uh, maybe wait ten games and and then start uh, f- throwing people on the bus. But they right now three games in, people are already saying um, T.J. Brody is is the mixture of Jake Gardner and Marinson together. So T.J. Brody's new name right now in Leafland is called Jake Marinson. So we're gonna start calling T.J. Brody Jake Marinson. Three yeah, games. I think you'll quickly change that narrative uh, around myself, but give a guy a little time in a new system. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited tonight to see Miko Lettinen draw in. Obviously, uh, Leafs yes. going 11-7 and seven tonight. I uh, want to see him on the second power play unit. want to see what he can do uh, moving that puck around, too. He's not going to have an uh, ample amount of time on the ice, but he will get the opportunity. Um, you know, with this Toronto Maple Leafs team, we're excited to see what they can do. 2-1 um, and one right now. Uh, the chance to go three and one tonight. Uh, Patrick Line, just to give a touch up, did uh, take the ice with the Jets for the morning skate and quickly left. Um, so that may bode well for the Maple Leafs. You never want to wish a player <clears throat> to be unfit to play, but 
at the moment, uh, it does appear that Patrick Laine will not be in the lineup for the Winnipeg Jets tonight. So that's one lethal goal scoring weapon out of the way. Um, you know, I like what I've seen from the Toronto Maple Leafs Saturday night, and that's what I want to see carry forward. Uh, we got excited about Wednesday when they battled back and beat Montreal, uh, something that was missing last year. They gave up and were disinterested. The second they were down in games, I love Friday night. Uh, Friday night gave me a lot of last season vibes. So I'm hoping we get the Saturday night rendition of the Toronto Maple Leafs tonight. I got them going out five dub uh, tonight against uh, the Jets. I just feel it's going to be a, a, a hammering. I feel like Freddie wants to play lights out and the boys want to give him a little goal support. But something we said we would bring back. We're going to put our bow on this. We're going to wrap her up. But we're going to bring back this week. We're starting it every Monday. And the three stars and your warrior. Um, I'll go first this week just to set the tone. Um, let you guys know how it goes, how it's done, boys. Because I know you guys probably all scrambled and wrote them out five minutes before we came on, which is fine. I mean, I do mine off the top of the head, but that's just the way I fly. So here we go. My three stars of the week, starting with the third star. I bring in one Jumbo Joe Thornton because of his energy, the infectiousness. He's also throwing the body around, but that goal, like Kyle said, <clears throat> beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. And we need more of that. He brings the fun. He brings a lot of fun to Leafland and that's what we're missing. Um, you know, if our uh, beleaguered colleague was with us today, Jen, she would be telling us that the infectious knit that you need throughout your, uh, your lineup. My second star is Jack Campbell. Why? Because like Terry Koshan said, uh, Jack Campbell said he could have a 50 save shutout and still think that he could do better. Um, he also felt bad about uh, beating the Ottawa Senators when Tim Stutzel scored, which the kid could have got a victory on his goal. So that's just how good of a guy Jack Campbell is. Um, you know, solid around the team, always a smile on there. So good on you, Jakey, uh, or Jackie. Uh, very excited for Mr. Campbell for this season. Then my first star. Easy to pick a first star of the entire week. Mine goes to John Zavaris. This guy took a whole lot of heat in the offseason, took a lot of heat last year. Uh, I already touched on this throughout the show. Five points so far. He's scoring. He's defending. He's hitting. He's blocking shots. Um, he's doing everything you expect of a leader on the ice. He may not be that vocal guy in the locker room, as me and Terry Koshan talked about, but he is definitely leading on the ice. And then my warrior of the week, a guy who's uh, battle-tested, battle-ready, and going through everything. I'm going to pin that on Kyle Dubas. And why do I say that? This guy's had to endure the heat of Leaf Nation throughout the offseason and through the beginning so far of this season for his management of the cap, the players that he has, who he signed, and the big ticket guys. And if they can get it done, if they can, et cetera, et cetera. Kyle Dubas right now is my warrior because he's coming out and he's looking like a million bucks with the Simmons and the Thornton signings. And why do I say that? Simmons was in front of the net when Matthew scored on the weekend, being that net front presence on the power play. And then Thornton obviously scoring the goal, but also bringing so much more. So my warrior this week, because it's a shortened week and we don't have much to go on, is Kyle Dubas. I'll flip it over to you, Mr. Kyle Outridge. Well, I mean, you, you nailed it. I, I'm going to go uh, Jack Campbell. I got him at third star. I mean, uh, he came in and played such a big role in that win and just calming everything down after – you know, I guess social media and all the fan frenzy going crazy after the, the Friday night loss. I mean, what a way to step in and just, you know, calm everything down, have a solid game, um, you know, get us two points and get us back on track. So uh, big up to uh, soup number two. Uh, he, uh, he definitely deserves a star. So I'm going to put him in at the third star. I had, uh, I have 
I had Joe Thornton in at the second star. I mean, his presence alone. I mean, you can't you can't knock it, folks. I mean, he's just brought energy. He's brought a he's brought a different different uh, element to the game. Um, you know, and I mean, for everybody who says he's a passer, look at him snipe that puck. You know, that 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 thing was on a rope and it was lasered for that for that spot in the net. So um, his presence in the in the in the locker room and on the ice alone just. Um, bode well, and, and and I think he's going to be uh, a crucial part to uh, to a deep, successful run for the Leafs. Um, so he's my second star. My first star goes to my man, the guy I'm wearing his jersey actually right now, Johnny Toronto. Um, doing it quietly again. I mean, I've, I remember last year, everybody on well, John Devers had a horrible year. That guy was scored at a point per game pace for crap sakes. The guy did it without doing it like he does in New York Islanders when he was the the all praise and, and all front and center. I mean, the guy just goes in and gets the job done every night, no matter where he's playing or what he's doing. Um, he just gets it done. So uh, Johnny Toronto, I mean, look at him scoring, getting in there. Um, he had a couple beauties. And uh, I mean, that one goal where he broke through two players on the sideboards to go in and backhand it. I mean, determination. That's that's your captain wanting to win hockey games and wanting to find a way to put pucks in the back of the net. So uh, Johnny Toronto is my first star and. uh, I look for him to do big things as our, as our leader. And uh, my warrior is going to go to Mr. Wayne Train, Wayne Simmons. I mean, that guy, oh, man, what a breath of fresh air for Maple Leafs and Leafs Nation. Um, not only the fight and, and that whole that whole thing, but uh, just being that net front presence and being a pain in people's butts on the other side. I mean, we haven't had that in a few years. Um, you know, we've had to look up to guys that shouldn't be doing that to do it. And uh, they, they can do it, but they can't do it to the ability of Wayne Simmons. So um, I give Wayne Train the, the warrior of the the warrior of the week. I mean, that guy's been uh, been a breath of fresh air and he's uh, caused havoc for all kinds of goalies and players in front of the net. And I look for him to keep doing the same thing as the, uh, the season wears on. So uh, that, that's my that's my warrior. And uh, I look for him to, to keep being that warrior all year, all year long. Well, I like to be different, as you guys know. So I'm going with three different stars. I'm going to go with uh, – it's a toss-up. So I'm just going to really just say for Zach Hyman at number three, three games, you get one goal, one assist, one PPG goal. He's going to have an outstanding year. I know one player who's going to improve on from last year's performance, Alex Kerfoot. I got him at number two. Three goals – or three games, one goal – Got seven shots in the last week, and I gotta go with I gotta go with Johnny T. I know a lot of people are gonna say Matthews, and but uh, I've got Johnny. I actually got Johnny T. at number one in three games. He got five points, so it's hard to take him off the list. And I know Marner had three points there on Saturday, but uh, I was gonna go with Marner, but then just, just changed my my. Uh, my guy at the last minute there, but, and uh, Warriors got to go with Simmons. Like Kyle just said, 10, 10 penalty minutes in the last week, man. If, if a guy can step up and chuck the knuckles like that guy, then maybe he's the warrior of the week. And, uh, you know, it's unfortunate that uh, especially got put on waivers is on the taxi squad. Cause he uh, went 10 for 10 on face offs on the, on Saturday there. So hard to see him down on the taxi squad, but uh, you know, that's uh that's the way it goes, I guess. And uh, I will, I will, I will say one thing. I um, followed Terry Koshin, as, as you guys know, and and he uh, mentioned this morning that Brooksy, uh, Adam Brooks, will 
most likely be inserted into the lineup tonight on that fourth line. So no, he, he's definitely not. Uh, okay. That was a, a player put in that jersey position because of Spezza not officially being cleared through waivers. Oh, okay. So oh, once okay. uh, Spezza made it through waivers, uh, Brooksy would no longer be uh, on there and going back to the taxi squad. But no, it would have been fun to see him make that debut. But that would have mean that we would lose uh, Mr. Jason Spezza, which oh, I do okay. not want to see gone. So. No, I want to see more bueno for Mr. Spessa, so we'll keep that going. But ladies and gentlemen, this has been the figuring it out, molding it together, getting it going, offside hockey talk. And this is where hockey comes to talk. <laughs> <laughs>